Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. The heck was that? Why did we why did we even bother? We could have gone on a carnival or a Disney cruise and and had random random connections. Yes, which are Swinger friends did. They went on a vanilla cruise and found other swingers. And they ended up hooking up with them. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Group projects were never this much fun. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Ed. And this is Phoebe. Today we're talking about the different types of swingers that we've encountered while swinging. Which one are you? The DTF swinger, the hobby swinger, the vanilla swinger, a celestial swinger, friends only swinger, or a lifestyler? Some people identify as being in the lifestyle. Some consider themselves as hardcore DTF swingers. Others view swinging as a hobby. Some are social swingers. Sometimes it's vanilla swinging, and some swingers are celestial. Before we get started, I did want to throw out a couple things. If you're in the Sacramento area, or you're at least attending parties in the Sacramento area. We're going to be at the Allures Halloween event. We'll be both nights. And if you see us, come say hi. Come say hi. I'm pretty sure we're going to have our Swinger University t-shirts on. We will definitely be wearing those unless we totally change up our outfits for that night. Right. (laughs) And what else? Yeah. And I also want to mention um, two things. We are on social media and If you do listen to us, we would really appreciate if you also followed us on our social media. So on Instagram and on OnlyFans, but more specifically, tell a friend. So pass on 
our podcast to other people. Let them know that you really like our show and, you know, we can always use more listeners. Exactly. We have some good, good stuff coming up a lot on sexual health and uh, women's hormones coming up. Yeah. So yeah. watch or listen for that. And because we're coming out, like our faces will be visible. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to see us soon. Uh, we're going to start producing more YouTube content, stuff that will work r better on YouTube. YouTube's kind of short attention span theater, right. not for like the dedicated podcast listeners where you kind of take it in digestive bouts. Right. YouTube is, you know, 15 minutes is a pretty good yes. YouTube video. Maybe even shorter. And sometimes even shorter, especially <laughs> if it's like lolcats or something. So, yeah. Some YouTube stuff coming out, um, lots of great content. So, and hopefully the content that we're, we're at least talking about pushing out, uh, for YouTube will, will actually expand out past swingers too. So, mm -hmm. it, I mean, a lot of swingers, what are we, we we're dating. So we have good dating advice for even vanilla people. So exactly. We're going to try and get the word out. All right. So. What constitutes a swinger? Three times a year, once a year, an accidental dick slip in the pool with vanilla friends, or only socializing with your swinger familiars? Right. I, it, yes, this is the struggle, right? Because it's so fluid and so many ways of defining it. You, It could be all of that. Right. I mean, going beyond just the whole soft versus full swap versus <laughs> hot wifing and all of that. Oh, right? Yeah, like, Marie, right. There's there's tons of variety just in terms of how you carry out the act. But we're talking about the frequency and kind of approach to swinging. Less exactly. about the sex acts. Exactly. So, so we're going to break this down into two categories so to speak uh one is random swinger and one is the intentional swinger right and so the random swinger is more of a social engagement not necessarily sex focused and you know very flirty and more focused on the party you know drinking drugging musicking all that other fun stuff what comes with partying yeah yeah it's, you know it, it's social time social and, time and you get to hang out with adults doing adult things yes and and get without your party kids on. right yes exactly without <laughs> so, kids that's super exciting for most people they're like oh my god i'm free and then the intentional swinger is you know you you've, you've got a date set um, there's a, there's, there's a little socialization, but sure. not a lot. And it can be quickly focused on that act of sexual pleasure. Right. So you're, you're, you're kind of swinging with intent, intent. or, or kind of goal oriented, right? Yes. Which is really kind of the point I think. Of swinging, yeah. And I was just going to say that, like <laughs> cats out of the bag, we're kind of intentional swingers because <laughs> we love socializing with people, but a lot of times we we're there to swing. Like we can hang out with our friends anytime, but it's like we're at a, especially if we're at an event. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So what are the types of swingers that fall into this kind of random swinger 
definition? Well, you have the vanilla swinger, which I, you know, it happens accidentally in the hot tub after a party with your friends, you were drinking, you're imbibing on some, you know, who knows, Molly, Molly, whatever is your vice. And you you do it once and it checks a box and you're like, oh, oh my God, that was so fun. That was crazy. I can't believe what we just did. Right. Or those folks that truly are vanilla, but they like to hang out with the sexy swinger folks because we're just open-minded and fun. Right. So we've met a number of couples who kind of got started in swinging as the vanilla swingers, right? The the accidental, oops, she slipped and fell on my dick kind of swinger. <laughs> right. And we've also, like on the cruise in particular, yeah. there are a bunch of people who are like, hardcore swinger cruise folks. Yeah. But they're not swingers. No. They're swinger groupies. Maybe that's a better word for it. Swinger swinger groupies. And 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 it's that whole non-judgmental sexy environment. You know, the ladies are like, I get to walk around with my tits hanging out. Exactly. And nobody cares. I know. It's awesome. It's so awesome. Uh the the couple that we met at uh in Costa Rica, Mm -hmm. they were hundred percent vanilla, no swapping at all, yep. but they just, she got to wear the sexy outfits and yep. she was rocking the sexy outfit. Yep. She was very sexy. A little disappointed that they weren't swingers. I but. know, <laughs> but so nice. I would, I would go visit them any day of the week just to hang out with them just because sure. they're just such nice, genuine people. And we'd probably get to be naked and hang out with them, yeah. which is also Fun. So, exactly. There you go. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Then you have the hobby swinger, which happens when you have time. Definitely not the focus of your life. You're kind of dipping in. It's fun. It's flirty. And those thoughts of swinging don't dominate your world or consume a lot of your time. You pick it up when you have time. You put it down just like any hobby, right? You do it for a little while. You put it away. You bring it back out. Put it away. Yeah. And, you know, like hobbies, you invest money into it. You invest time into it. Yes. So, you know, you you may go out, some people may go out and just buy a boat because there's a boat group that <laughs> yes, we, does it. And we have, we have heard about people who like bought this. all yeah. the swinger accessories, uh-huh. bought the motorcycle, uh-huh. bought the RV, bought the boat mm-hmm. so they could go do the swinger vacations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Which is hilarious, but it, it is true. It is true. This is the group that we run into a fair amount of time, and they probably are the most frustrating for us. And I, I and I, I feel like it makes up seven, six, fifty. 
uh, 50 to 80 percent i don't know it yeah. might 80 percent might be a little high but our, i would our highly scientific by the way yeah uh, estimate uh, in terms of it's at statistics at least half at least half seems like that right like it yeah. feels that way whether it, that's accurate or not right and and this is the celestial swinger uh-huh these are the people who they, they don't make any kind of moves they're they're not forward they're not they might be flirty but they're it's, usually pretty flirty i think yeah but it's always about the if it feels right uh-huh. thing like right place right time then then we'll play but, but you know it's got to feel right but even then it might not be penetrative sex cuz it something else might feel good instead right so there's just there's just there's no guarantee you it's so fluid you it's frustrating <laughs> it's it's very frustrating for us because <laughs> We flirt with intent. Yeah. You know, it's just because we're flirting with you doesn't mean we absolutely want to sleep with you, but probably. (laughs) So let's get into that because this is this is our group. This is our category where we kind of fall more into the intentional swingers. Right. So let's kind of let's break intentional swinging down. There's a friends-only swinger, which we've tried to break into. Um, It's usually a tight-knit group that plays only inside its own circle of friends. It's commonly fluid-bonded and will occasionally play outside the circle, but always they typically always come back to that original tribe. And they're comfortable with a group of about six to eight people. Yeah. And you can be pulled into that group for a play session, but don't expect to be, you know, added to the group, you know, for all their swinger vacations and and such. Right. So we've run across a couple groups like this where we'll, you know, we see them at the parties all the time. We've played with them um, occasionally, but you can definitely tell that the way that they interact, it's almost like, and they, they've even referred to some of the couples that we've met, referred to them as that's our boyfriend and that's our girlfriend kind right. of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so they are, they're really they're almost poly. Right. Almost. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Um, I think Life on the Swing Set called them kind of progressive swingers so that they've kind of progressed into poly a mm-hmm. little bit. Right. Uh, and I may be off on that definition, so so don't quote me on that. But um, what was it? Um, Two Hot Wives. They have a have a group that is that sweet spot where it's right. the it is a very what I understood to be a very tight knit group mm-hmm. about ten to twelve people. They they don't always play with one another, but they always come together and socialize for parties, and that's the group. They all trust one another. Um, I don't. They don't. I'm pretty sure they don't do the fluid bonding thing. Right. But they are a tight knit group. And yeah. and you probably can't bust into that group because they have that sweet spot number. They already have it set. Right. Right. And so, and I guess if you, you know, if you established a really good relationship with them, it's possible that the in group dynamics change. That's um, true. There was a group up in Santa Rosa that was kind of like that and a couple of the couples kind of fell out 
And right, so right. the group cha- kind of changes. The group dynamic changed, yeah. And then the group time. got smaller because they busted up into two separate groups. Yeah. Right. And and we we have groups of groups. So like we have a cluster of friends in, in kind of different social groups. And every once in a while, they kind of, those groups kind of bleed over. Yeah. yeah they kind of touch mm-hmm. or, or kind of intersect every once in a while, but it's not, it's not like a dedicated group. It's right. kind of more of, we've got groups of friends that, that are kind of in different social circles and they all kind of intermix. Exactly. Exactly. Then you have the lifestyler. Which is swinging is their main piece of pie in in life. All their travel and social activities revolve around swinger friends. Very little vanilla friends outside of their own family, and it often involves deep emotional work and is the top focus of your life, um, which spurs on big ongoing growth experience. Right. They, they go on vacations together. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, that's it. Kids soccer games. Like they really. I Barbecues. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Backyard. Everything. What's interesting is I think over the years we've had less and less kind of vanilla friends. So we kind of touch on this category a little bit too. Yeah. We kind of fit in that a little bit. Yeah, and I and I don't think that the these categories, as I'm thinking through this, they're not exclusive. Like you're not necessarily in only one of these categories, right? Like right. you might fit in a couple different ones, and you might ha- be a hybrid of several of them, right? And where I say, you know, we kind of bleed into this lifestyler group too, because because we do the podcast, a lot of our life is focused on that. Because we primarily hang out with swinger friends mm-hmm. and we work from home now. So I, I have way less kind of like work friends. Right. I mean, I have virtual work friends, but they're scattered all over the country because I work remotely. Right. So, it, you know, we kind mm-hmm. of we kind of fall into this more now, especially after COVID um, than we did before. Exactly. I used to go into the office. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the last one in the intentional swinger category is the DTF or hunter swinger. Yeah. Someone had coined this term hunter. And we've heard a couple of people who said, I really like that term because it's it's definitely you are targeted. It's sometimes it's all about the hunt, right? Like mm-hmm. getting the next couple or, or yep. making the flirt work kind of thing. Yep. But, you know, a lot of this makes sense from the aspect that you got limited time. Let's say you're at an event or you're at a resort takeover, you know, you, you got to maximize your time. So you don't want to spend too much time partying or just socializing because then you're going to miss out potentially on this opportunity to play. Right. If you're an intentional swinger, that's important to you. Right. Less party, more play. Because we're paying the swinger tax and we want to get to the swinging part. Like, or <laughs> right. at least we don't want to miss out on the swinging right, part. Right. Like if we, if we played every night on the cruise, 
that would be an amazing cruise for us. Yes. If we played every other night, it would be a good cruise. Yes. But if we only played <laughs> once during a whole week, oh, that'd be terrible. Like we'd both come home completely disappointed. Like what the heck was that? Why did we, why did we even bother? We could have gone on a carnival or a Disney cruise and, and had random, random with, connections. Yes. Which are swinger friends did they went on a vanilla cruise and found other swingers and they ended up hooking up with them <laughs> yeah it's awesome so why you know why do these definitions matter well definitions help us identify items concepts places things and navigate them in the world they also help us identify our own play style can they be labels sometimes um, until they don't serve you anymore. It's it's up to you. Um, most swingers do identify by these definitions, though. Yeah, in some some capacity or, or other, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the DTF one is one that, that really does kind of stick with That's some a common people. one, yeah. Um, because they're kind of like, don't waste our time. We're down. Let's just, right. let's do it. Like, let's skip the chit-chat. You can actually start having fun. And then, you know, exactly. it's like a marathon play session, which is super awesome. Exactly. So how how can these definitions really help you? They say you're, let's say, here's an example. You're a DTF swinger and you meet a celestial swinger. They can appear undecided, kind of wiggly or random. And, or they might actually straight up tell you, I prefer to let things happen organically. I can't tell you how many times people have told me that. Right. That is a big sign. I thank them for their company and their time, and I quickly move on. Right. I'm not rude. I just I just know, holy crap, this isn't going to go anywhere. I cry a little tear because they're probably super hot, and I was like, oh, man, that's never going to happen. Right. <laughs> limited time, limited people got to go. We haven't figured out the trick of how to tip the celestial scales in our favor it's not worth it yeah it's it, just not if worth we had it. a trick for it though it would be amazing but we, it would but there isn't necessarily a way to do it because no. it's all about the feels yeah does it feel right and that's that's really hard to get four people or more sure. people to to get all the feels at the same time right. on the right day at the right moment when you're not hungry sunburned too tired have a hangover or too dehydrated i mean there's right. just so many factors there <laughs> or your feet are hurting whatever it could be 10 more factors so all this information is really key even though you know these celestial swingers aren't going to tell you verbally you know maybe they won't give you that they may not know that they are Right. But the fact is, they still told you what they they told you and what they did not say. Yeah. And so you need to key, cue into that. And this is this is helpful because then you can just move on, like I said, to that next person, the next couple that you want to focus time with. And um, knowing that you have chances, you know, getting another center, sexual interaction with someone else will be more likely than with the sexual or the, ooh, the sexual swinger. Ooh, which one is that? <laughs> Hopefully all of them. But Ooh, that's a new definition. The celestial swinger. So don't bother chasing them down if you're a, you know, an intentional swinger, um, because the stars are never going to align. And yeah. uh, most likely it's just 
it's not going to be a good match. Yeah. And, and this isn't, this isn't advice to just ignore them or to, to avoid them. It's that, you know, if it's getting towards the later part of the evening and you're looking for that, that hookup, because you're dancing, you're sexy, you're horny, you want to have a good time. I wouldn't, you wouldn't focus your, your closing skills on those particular people. Right. You might randomly ask them because who knows, maybe they're in the mood, Right. but don't, hang out waiting for that to happen because it's it's not going to happen right this is where your inner salesman comes out right you're trying to close the deal exactly so if you are an intentional swinger swinging can be frustrating and confusing many things occur randomly and placing yourself strategically in the right places and not chasing down the celestial swingers when they told you how they like to play will reduce your frustration exactly the same goes if you want to bust into the friends only group good luck like i said earlier i mean it does happen you can um get in the group randomly but to to typically be in that group full time it's probably not going to happen and once again your time is limited chase down another couple that's a better match for you right we have labeled ourselves hobby swingers lifestylers and DTFers all throughout our journey. We are definitely intentional swingers, but have learned to relax with with random. Yeah. And we learned the biggest strategy from some of our very good friends, and that is don't chase. Sometimes chasing pays off, but depending on the event or vacation, you may not choose to chase a lead that won't pan out based on their random playstyle. As you can hear, there's definitely a spectrum within swinging. Hey, have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well, and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership. 